Myself this week doing the Kush Thoughts podcast, man. You know, you know, Q finished up his album. Adrian had to do some shit. You know, Ray doing the shit at work. So, shout out to the homies, man. QT got his album coming out this Wednesday. Y'all definitely go peep this out. He dropping his first single this Wednesday and a visual. So if y'all not go follow QT was here at Instagram, Twitter, go on Facebook, follow him. Definitely go check his shit out, man. You know what I'm saying? So, man, definitely, man, we got a lot of shit to cover. I'm, not much really album really dropped in the past week or so. Been kind of dead, really, this year. Not really a lot of music been coming out, to be honest with you. So, let's see what the fuck gonna happen. But, uh, so far, so good, man, with the fucking Antonio Brown bullshit. Now, I was saying last week this nigga had the motherfucking, um, the crazy fucking ramen, Raymond, uh, ramen noodle chicken fucking packet on his fucking top lip. Now this nigga's a part of the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So let's see how the fuck that's gonna work out. But talk about that shit too, man. And but first, we got some bullshit to fucking go off. We got this R. Kelly shit, and, and of course the Michael Jackson story. Now I didn't watch the Neverland um, documentary. I didn't watch it. Um, I was meaning to check it out, but I was like, man, let me go ahead and just see what the fuck going on. But what I'm seeing is, you know, people were basically just saying, you know. For Oprah, that's what my thing is. For Oprah to be like, you know what, I'm canceling this nigga. Whoop-de-wop-wop. I'm like, damn, Oprah. Like, what the fuck that same energy for your boy Harvey Weinstein? Now, I'm not defending what Mike did. Now, Mike, now, you know, Mike is a legend. You cannot sit here and discredit that. But if he did what he did, you know, we got to sit here and be A. As a people and say, you know what, it's fucked up. You know, and... We know Mike didn't have a childhood. His pops fucked him over, you know. Just make what what dad puts their youngest, like one of their youngest kids, to be a lead singer, nigga, of a group. Like you know, that's, that's so much pressure, man, for somebody to put a pony on on a what, what seven, eight year old. Like how old know how old Mike was when he fucking did the shit? But it's like still, you know, Mike was a kid when he got in this music industry, and you know, Joe was so fucking. You can look at the nigga face, he looked mean as a motherfucker. Nigga, like, he never smiled. Motherfucker looked like a mean-ass ladybug in the face. Nigga, just like, he always looked mad. Like, damn, what's wrong with you? Fake-ass Bill Withers? Like, what the fuck wrong with Joe? Joe always looked like he was from slapping nigga. Like, Joe, like, somebody owe him $10, and nigga sitting over there buying drinks for a bitch. That's what Joe's face always looked like. Like, somebody owe him $10, but you see a nigga in the bar buying a drink for some chick. Like, oh, this nigga owe me $10. I told this nigga last week. So it's like, you know, and, you know, Mike, man, just, it's, if, if, if it's true, but my thing is, too, is like, this nigga was main, well, hang, um, hanging with Emmanuel Lewis, Gary Coleman, Macaulay Culkin, um, what's the name, Corey Feldman, Corey, Corey Feldman, like, he was hanging with some little ass kids, and a part of it was like, Mike was probably, what, like, 19, 20, going on 25, maybe during this time. I just don't get, like, I don't know, man, it was just like, you couldn't tell Mike shit. 
Mike, the biggest motherfucker in the world. This nigga got people crying over him. I've never seen nobody. I've never seen no shit like that. This motherfucker had people crying. Excuse me, Kush burps. Motherfucker had motherfuckers crying and shit, bro. Like, I was like, what the fuck? You know, and, and growing up, I knew something was up with Mike. It was just the way he talked and the way he looked. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm born in 91. I don't know about I, I everyone else. I was born in 1991. And I remember Mike, my first time really seeing Mike as a kid was all, all the bullshit was coming out with the interviews with Barbara Walters talking about, you know, they was taking a picture of his dick because they basically wanted to describe his penis, like all that shit. I'm like four or five, like, nigga, what the fuck? And I was looking at him like, why does this nigga sound like this? And, you know, the older I got and remember the fucking trial, like it was 0304, some during that time period. I knew something was up with this nigga. Remember, if, I think it was 02 or 03 when he had the baby out the window and shit, had covered the head up. And I, and I knew something was wrong with the motherfucker because Debbie Rowe looked just like Clay Matthews. I'm sorry. Mike did not fuck her. I don't believe that part. Elvis' daughter, he fucked that. He, her, he was fucking Brooke Shields in the 70s. But Brooke Shields' mama fucked her over too because she had her in a motherfucking movie butt-ass naked at the age of, like, 12 or 11 or some shit. So, Brooke Shields, your mama, is on some fuck shit, too. The whole... People gotta get this shit straight. The whole industry is fucking delusional. It's fucking weird. It's nasty. That's why the nickname is called Holly Weird. The shit's nasty from music to entertainment. It's gonna be a nasty business because there's so much shit that comes behind it. You get so much fame and fortune behind this, there's gonna be something that's gonna fucking change you behind it to close doors. So Mike, you know, like I said, at a young age was exposed to shit. And the way he blew up, a nigga do 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 king of pop, nigga bought the um Beatles publishing. Shit, I even heard during the time he was on the Eminem shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he was on it, he was buying everybody's publishing because he just said, you know what? He knew what the fuck it was. He knew how much that shit was worth. And Mike bought that fucking the Beatles, uh, the Beatles publishing on the set of the girl's mind. She was Paul McCartney. And Paul McCartney was mad. You bloody hell. Why did you buy this? And Mike asked the nigga, what's your price? <laughs> and the nigga told him, oh, bro, I think it was like, what, 80000 100000 some shit like that. $100 million, some shit. It was some kind of random number that Paul threw out there, thought Mike had it on. Mike said, he called his accountant. Yeah, go buy that. Just go get that for me. Yeah, you won't know. Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, man, for somebody like, you know, the industry wanted to get Mike out of here. Period. We all know that the industry wanted Michael Jackson to get the fuck out of here because they knew he had too much power. And for someone like him to speak up when he was about to die, people don't want to show that video with him when he was speaking in front of all those people. I think he, I, I don't know, I might be wrong, but I think he was in Gary, but he was somewhere speaking. There was a lot of black folks and they were agreeing with everybody. This is the Michael that we wanted to hear. Because we never heard Michael speak out. We heard Michael speak out about shit. Because he was tired of getting fucking framed about saying he's a child molester and all that shit. But it's just like, when he spoke up spoke up about, we need to fucking work together. We need to stop fucking letting the system bring us down. He get killed. In the name of the tour, this is it. This is the end. Or whatever it's called. Like That right there is just creepy as fuck. And it's like, you know... This industry, man, is at a dark, dark place, especially music. You know, Hollywood is, you know, some nasty shit. You know, see where Harvey Weinstein, like, what kind of weird motherfucker is sitting in the room? Like, I don't know if he asked her, but why are you sitting in the room with some chick that ain't your girl you just jacking off in? 
You just in the room just jacking off like, yo, what's good? Hey, don't look, dog. Look at me. But I'm going to jack off right quick. Nigga, if you don't chill the fuck out and you were billion, a millionaire, you a big-time director, and you up in here just pulling your shit out like it's cool, it's always these weird motherfuckers be doing this shit. Woody Allen, you up in here marrying your motherfucking adopted daughter, nigga. You was giving her the motherfucking Eggo Waffles at age eight. Now you're giving her the fucking cream pies at age 28. You a nasty motherfucker. Ain't nobody talk about that shit. But Mike, though, man, I'm not, this is all I'm saying is right here. This is nothing I am defending these people because Mike's dead. Mike can't defend himself. So it's already in a terrible situation for him. But in R. Kelly's defense, Kells, bro, you've been doing this shit wrong since the 90s, bro. You going up to McDonald's and shit. You going to high school games, just chilling there. And the thing about it is, this ain't nothing new. This shit still going on. All of them still going on like it used to. But I know when I was in high school, we see the niggas that graduated two years ahead of us come up there and be at the volleyball game sitting there like, yeah, nigga, <laughs> she got a hella ass, but she a freshman. But you 21 and shit damn near. But you graduated two, three years ago, but you still come into Kennedy games just kicking it on the sideline acting like you somebody uncle. So this ain't nothing new. This shit been going on for years. Younger girls are always going to be attracted to older men. Not that in that fucking aspect of being 35 and 18 or 17 or 16. She's even 14. R. Kelly, you a nasty nigga. Like I said, it was the 90s. Girls back then did not, they looked like teenagers. Now, these fucking 14-year-old girls, they grown-ass women. You gotta ask them now how old they are because shit, you won't know unless you fucking hear, hey, mom, I'll be home in a bit. You gotta make sure you hear certain, you gotta ask, hey, we gonna go to the bar? Hey, go inside, buy me a pack of cigarettes. Ah, nope, bell. You know what I'm saying? Like, type shit. You gotta ask some questions. But, like, back then, Kales, you a nasty motherfucker, bro. Like, you just, it's just, it's no excuse for you crowned to Gail King. And Gail King was kind of asking some real, some real messy ass questions to uh, to the two chicks that uh, R. Kelly was fucking with. Because when she was asking them, like, so yeah, we all doing threesomes? Bitch, don't be asking about what, the, what they doing with fucking. All you think you need to ask about is, are these girls, are these girls want to be in this motherfucking house? Are they already in love with this nigga? Are they brainwashed? Don't ask them about fucking. Of course, you don't get that answer about. You get that a fucking answer or fucking her snapping on her like that. It's like yo, you can't be asking questions about yo. Y'all doing the mad threesomes? Chill, chill the fuck out. You know, like these girls' whole life is gonna be different. Like their whole life is fucked over because they've they, they've been in something. She like you know this right here is some shit that I don't think nobody should go through. And I feel bad these girls were young, but. If I'm not mistaken, if I remember, I remember watching the fucking documentary, the R. Kelly shit, and they were saying that seven, the age of seventeen is the age of consent. You know, what I'm saying you can do, you can do whatever. It's legal. She was, she was legal. So it's like, how in the fuck are these people? Like, who the fucking, who the fucking Illinois says seventeen years old? Like, yo, you adult? No, that's like that's that's so that's so wild to me. Like clearly, I guess in Utah, you can you can marry your fucking first cousin if you're over fifty five or sixty five. That's some other weird shit. Why are all these laws? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like why are laws made like this? And my thing is too, there's no way in fucking hell that Kales was fucking these little girls under the Chicago PD nose. 
There's no way in hell he was getting that off for the for the, for this long. There's no way. Because he's not had no money. Kale's musically has not made nothing since Ignition. Trapped in the Closet was 06, 05. That was the last time Ignition, like, you know, Trapped in the Closet was really popping. He came back a little bit later on with some more parts. But that shit been dwindled down because nobody gave a fuck no more. We gave him credit because some of the shit was kind of creative. Some shit was weird. But we was like, you know what, whatever. We'll let it slide. It's R. Kelly. We know you're a weird motherfucker. But Kale's ain't been relevant, music-wise. He made that what that one um, album. He tried to get like some seventy, like kind of go back on some Sam Cooke, you know, real soul music type shit, like sing, like singing type shit. Shit didn't be probably even go copper. Motherfucker didn't do shit with that album, with the, the Love Letter album or some shit. Man, fuck out of here. My mom and dad was dancing to "Step in the Name of Love" because you know what. Like, like I said, women been being mis being has been being mistreated for the past for, for decades, for centuries now. It's been nothing new since the beginning of time. Women have been treated the wrong and have been doing the most right and have been doing the most low for all of us men when we can't do. We can't we can't give birth to fucking kids, bro. That's one thing we cannot do. We cannot give birth to women or fucking birth to children. We can't do that. We don't have that mother's love. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between being a mother and a father. There's a difference between being a fucking dad and a father or just being a motherfucker that's just fucking and just have you a sperm donor or you a fucking father. It's a difference. You a sperm donor or you there for your kids. But my thing is, you know, for Kels, you know, and, and for me, I have a niece that's seven. But for me being, if I, was a, if I was a father in that situation, I'm not letting, I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm going to that house every day I'm kicking that motherfucker dough in, and I'm knocking this motherfucker braids off. I'm knocking that Zorro mask the fuck off this nigga. You can call the cops all, I'm calling these cops all day, every day, until my child is home. You feel me? That's the mindset you should have as a parent. You can't just be up in here saying, oh, the cops say, he said, she said, she okay. No, I'm going that motherfucking dough, knocking that motherfucker down. I'm getting some motherfucking dynamite, blow that fake-ass gate down, and I'm getting my motherfucking daughter the fuck out of there. Fuck that. And if you if you know this right here, you know if your daughter won't, like, you know, like I said, back a couple months, um, back when the documentary came out, about those parents that saying, oh, my daughter wanted to sing, so I felt like it was a good thing, and he was found out guilty. Don't matter. Don't put your daughter in them situations. Being a young woman... Well, being a young child, period, coming up in the music industry or in entertainment industry, period, is a scary place. Why do you think all those fucking Disney kids ain't fucking work out? Why do you think Orlando Brown out here looking fucking crazy as shit? Talking about he was sucking Raven Titty backstage. We know y'all was fucking back. Yeah, we know they all doing some wild shit. Of course, y'all niggas teenagers. I got money. The fuck? That niggas top of the world. Of course, y'all doing some illegal shit. But at the same time, it's like these kids are put in a situation at a young age. I don't get why parents put their kids inside of fucking commercials and, and fucking TV shows. They, they try. Like the little girl from, um, y'all don't know this story. It's a sad fucking story. The Land Before Time. Remember little Ducky? The little fucking, like the little, uh, who's like yellow little dinosaur? Remember the voice for that one? That little girl was killed, nigga. Think she was like not even, don't think she was 10 years old yet, bro. Her parents killed her. Her fucking parents killed her because 
They were jealous how much money she was getting. They killed her over that bullshit. Cause they had a drug addiction. The motherfuckers out here wild and beat the girl to death. Look the story. Y'all not look. Y'all not. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen this story. If you've been on Twitter or, or fucking you know Facebook, the past like couple like five ten years they've been having this shit just going around. But I know most recently they've been having this shit show up. But the little girl that did the ducky uh, that did that did little ducky voice on um, Land Before Time, she was not even ten years old. Her parents killed her because they were fucking so fucking drugged up and coked up. They used that little girl. Same with Macaulay Culkin parents. Why do you think Macaulay Culkin was all fucked up? You see why his brother didn't go do shit. His brother was in the Home Alone movies. The parents was pushing home, pushing the motherfuckers in that shit so fucking hard. Oh, are hey, you getting up in here? Fuck that. We going what time? Macaulay was not happy shooting that shit. They come, here come Mike. Oh hi. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Like I just, like R. Kelly, you a piece of shit. You going on there with your fucking. You know, your KG man fucking suit on two for nine for nine for ninety-eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get that shit up out of here, bro, with that fake ass crying. It, it it wasn't fake. It's more just, you know, bro, you caught, you know you finna go to jail. It, it, trying to save face. It's over with. Period point blank. Ain't nothing else you can say to make us think any different. Because we know how the fuck you we, we know who you are now, and we've been new, but now people say, y'all wait for a whole, and I, I hate the people say, y'all wait for a whole documentary to come out, just so y'all can cancel somebody, I don't think the point about we canceling somebody, we just needed the fucking validation, we need to hear the stories, we can hear the rumors, but I want to hear from the victims, I don't want to hear from he say, she say, some Twitter fucking, you know, some Twitter rumors, no, nigga just, I want to hear the real shit. What actually happened? Because we heard about, I heard about the sex tape, but I didn't hear about the other girl. I heard about the shit a couple years ago when he was keeping girls fucking locked up in slavery and shit and the cult shit. I remember that. But I ain't know the girls, I ain't know behind it. And that's what a documentary was for. So stop saying, oh, y'all waited for a documentary to come out. Y'all motherfuckers should have been canceled. You woke motherfuckers make me sick. Y'all motherfuckers been so woke. Goddamn. I bet y'all niggas never watched Seven Heavens when y'all grow that much. <laughs> Motherfuckers never watched nothing that was all, all pro-black, nigga. Fuck that. Nigga, fuck Rugrats. They got Susie for one episode a month. Fuck that shit, brother. Can't stand y'all fake woke motherfuckers. But we the same motherfucker be dancing all your motherfuckers' face and, and kissing ass on Monday, but want to go online and be act, act like some fucking social justice member. Fuck out of here. I been in these streets fucking knocking niggas out for my people. The fuck you been doing? Don't ever, don't ever question my blackness. That's one thing I hate with a lot of people, too. If you question who the fuck I am and how the fuck I feel about my people, you got a motherfucking problem with me. Don't question my blackness. I'm 100%, my nigga. Trust me. I don't got to fake the front or sit up in here and post up Black Lives Matter posts every fucking day. I know what my people are about. I love my people. And I hope, and I hopefully that they fucking feel the same way about me. But sometimes you don't get that same respect back. But black folks, we got to stop going against each other in these moments. Because I'm seeing all these comments, all these comment sections. They've been seeing all of the Michael Jackson, R. Kelly shit. I'm seeing black folks go head to head with each other. Stop that. Everybody in everyone's family has had somebody did some fuck shit. 
Somebody uncle did some fuck shit to you. Hey, I'm just being honest. Somebody daddy did some fuck shit. Somebody auntie did some fuck shit. Somebody mama did some fuck shit. So don't sit up in here and act like y'all don't relate to the shit. Michael Jackson can't defend himself. He's not here. These two little boys coming out with that shit. Clearly, Mike was fucking one of them. Period. Mike was fucking one of the boys. The nigga got they got their feelings hurt. But I'm here, and these motherfuckers been shipping. They've been trying to sell movies, sell scripts, sell TV shows. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all just trying to get the money. Y'all just trying to get money and fucking fame. Period. You're trying to get on Good Morning America. I just don't understand. Nigga, you just got Mike. Mike grabbed your ass, and he was fucking Macaulay Culkin too. You got mad because you pulled up at the Home Alone set and Mike opened in the dressing room, Macaulay and shit. Tomorrow, some, oh, good job, mm-hmm. Kevin. Oh, that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I and I and I hope I don't fit anybody that's been through that shit. But my thing is this though: y'all gotta stop acting like our people don't do no fuck shit too. Because every time, oh, my thing is every single time black people sit up in here and get mad when some shit get brought up against us. Because the Jesse's molest shit is t- it's made everything fucked up. We can't say shit no more. I bet you all these cops going to be looking at us stupid as hell. We say we got, oh, man, this motherfucker called me a stupid nigga. Report, you know what I'm saying? Or he whooped my, I, I got jumped by six fucking KKK members. And if I go report this shit to the cops, the motherfuckers ain't going to believe them. But, oh, this nigga is probably some molest. It's probably some molest situation. Don't worry about it. Yeah, whoa, yeah, just put it in the situation. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that just makes shit harder for everyone else. But don't be just because you black don't make you innocent. Period. Because Darren Sharper was out here doing some wild shit. Y'all talking about R. Kelly. Y'all talking about Bill Cosby. Shit. Snicker. Darren Sharper was going everywhere. City to city. Titty to titty. Putting fucking shit in girl drinks. Getting them all drugged up. No one talk about that situation at all. And mystical. Mystical is canceled too. This nigga been raping the fuck out of girls. It's like his second or third charge. He's been doing this shit for a long time. So mystical, danger was hard, and you know, still smoking my shit. But my nigga, you wouldn't you a fucking nasty motherfucker. You a nasty nigga. You a grimy ass nigga. And not in a good way. Now ain't talking about fucking Wu Tang beats, grimy fucking head nod type shit. I'm talking about just you are the dirty rod motherfucker. If you got to take pussy to get it, that's ridiculous. I don't get, like I said, I don't get how niggas can sit up in here and hit women, and I don't get how niggas can sit up in here and rape women. Why? What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? And peace to all my women out there, too, because International Women's Day was just past Friday. Peace to all y'all, man. I'm just going on this rant because I feel like it's just now... Women empowerment is at a number one high. But also, you know, with the whole Me Too movement is a number one high too. So now, I feel like now people are actually going to have to bite their tongue when it comes to talking to women. And I'm happy about that. Because I ain't never been the one to be like, hey, you know, I'm trying to fuck. Only thing I said that was weird to females was like, yo, you got nice kneecaps. (laughs) That's the only thing I said that was like, I guess you could say offensive, but it wasn't offensive because I didn't mean nothing about like, oh, being your knees, suck my dick. No, I mean like, you know, hey, you got some nice knees. Shawty, whatever. I was just being goofy at the same time. It wasn't being no motherfucking, 
trying to degrade you or or fucking to make you feel like shit. It was just to be goofy. Or you have a sense of humor, you might fucking laugh. Or you'd be weird to fuck out by it. But at least I'm not doing nothing like grabbing your ass or calling you a fucking, hey, chick, or how you doing, ticks? What's up, fucking ladies? No, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm being respectful. Like I said, I got two sisters, and I grew up with my mama. And majority of my cousins I grew up with up here, too, were females. So I always have respect for women and love for women. Like, even when I was in my fucking elementary school, nigga, like, I remember when the fucking, um, like, we'll be doing like, the fucking boys, girls war and shit. I'm like, nah, nigga, make sure these girls straight first. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, hey, make sure the girl's good. Because there was some niggas I was getting too rough. I mean, one girl got a bloody nose, nigga, because nigga was taking that shit to the heart. It's, like, it's boys and girls, man. Fuck that shit. I'm like, yo, bro, chill. We in third grade. Like, nigga, I ain't even finished my juicy juice yet, nigga. Chill. Still, man. International Women's Day this past Friday. Peace to all you women out there. <clears throat> you know, Harriet Tubman's birthday, I think, was yesterday. So, if y'all not, not know, peace to the queen, Harriet Tubman. Real, man. Like, this shit, man. Like, you know, the R. Kelly shit. Nigga was out here. Y'all don't want to believe the truth. <laughs> no, nigga, you just don't want to tell the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a difference between telling the truth. That nigga said, fuck it. But how the fuck y'all feel about, uh, about Antonio Brown's situation. Now, I kind of fuck with what he did because at first I thought he was, I thought he was going to go to motherfucking um to Buffalo. I was like, shit. Well, no, it's not Harriet Tubman's birthday. My bad, people. Got my facts all fucked up. Today's the day she died in 1913, March 10th, or yesterday. So, definitely, man. Rest in peace to the queen. Here you tell me. But um no man, like I said, uh motherfucking um yeah, Antonio Brown situation, man, was wild because he was saying some shit about Big Ben that I feel like we kinda knew about Big Ben or I feel like Big Ben was an asshole, but you can't deny his leadership and his toughness because he was out there playing. He like Big Ben always looked like he playing hurt. Like that nigga always looked stiff as a motherfucker, but um, you know, AB man been really been popping for the past like six years now. You know, you know, I, I watched a little highlights last night that of his first really big game, like prime time, and that was after the year after Mike Wallace left to go to Miami and Rashawn Mendenhall. So that that whole that whole um, Pittsburgh offense was on a new a new scale. It was on a new rise and everything. So it was kind of a different situation for them anyway. So I think. With um, with AB going there to um, to Oakland, I think Derek Carr is gonna be nice. I don't know about Derek Carr. To be honest with you, I mean I've seen enough so of, of him so far. It's been pretty good. I ain't seen he's trash, but inconsistent is one word for him. Um, you know he's like he's a, he's a real streaky. He's a real streaky player because he's one of those players that will throw 
He'll throw five touchdowns, 450 yards, some bullshit. But the next game, he'll throw 350 and six interceptions or four interceptions and, like, two fumbles doing some dumb shit. And, you know, also, too, a couple of years ago when the Raiders were actually on their – when they were starting to get back to the way they were, you know, last year when they are supposed to be hyped up, I thought when they got Marshawn Lynch, I thought Oakland was going to be, ah, they should be nice. Nope, they do shit. But the year that before they got Marshawn, Derek Carr was a um, – was an MVP candidate. Now, remember the play he got hurt week 17? He did a dumbass play. He basically put himself in harm's way. Like, what are you doing? You're a quarterback. Don't do shit that's going to make you get hurt because you're the main reason why this team is going to go far or you're the leader of the offense, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And plus, it's your first time going for the playoffs. You want to be have your everyone healthy. Fucked up with that one, and he did a dumbass play. But, um... I don't know, man. I just think fucking people got to realize that Derek Carr is a good quarterback, but I don't think Derek Carr is the quarterback people thought he was going to be. Because, I don't know. He thought, niggas thought it was, niggas thought it was sweet, but it really wasn't. <laughs> niggas thought it was really sweet. But fucking with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, man, is okay. You know, with Amari Cooper, you know, Amari Cooper's in Dallas now, looking pretty good up there. They actually got a receiver up there in Dallas. I think Dallas got a – Jason Witten. Why in the fuck – we said that shit like, why did he come back? Like, he was trash in the motherfucking booth. Like, he finna get them first down here. But A.B. did what he did because he was getting zero guaranteed money. Now he's getting, like, 30 mil guaranteed. So, get that bag, queen. Oh, queen. <laughs> get that bag, young king, for real, man. Get your shit, man, because, you know, we need we need to build an empire for our black brothers and sisters. Yeah, man, so AB getting that bag, 30 million guaranteed, man, from zero guaranteed, just fucking ridiculous. But the way he went out there and the way he's looking now, I don't know what the fuck wrong with this nigga. The nigga look like a Dr. Seuss character. That's, that's one. I don't know what the fuck homie thinking. He out here wilding, wilding, nigga. Like, you're like, I don't know, man. Like, that nigga look like Wesley Snipes and shit, nigga. Like, he's just tripping. But AB, man, do your thing, man. I don't know. Let's see how the offense looks in Oakland. Um, that defense, that defense needs some fucking help, <laughs> if anything. This year, I wonder if I'm going to actually watch football this year, you know, because Cap got that money. You know, last year, I, I literally browsed through a couple games. I, I, I really didn't sit down. And watch games like you know I'm, I'm with the homies we went to Kush Cave we watching it but we got the sound off we just sitting there talking or we playing we gonna play 2K or some shit or we just smoking we ain't really watching the game we watching like little snippets of it because ain't like I got really much to pay attention to about it anyway because uh, all that Kaepernick shit that shit really fucked me up I ain't like how they was treating on me I still don't like how the NFL treats people so ain't nothing to it but to do it but Jason Witten don't why the fuck you came back. A.B. got that bag now. You know, now he's in Oakland. Now let's see if John Gruden mastermind plans to work out because he got those what, two first-round picks. Um, everyone's talking about Kyler Murphy, um, Kyler Murray from um, from Oklahoma. This dude's like, what, the fucking top prospect quarterback-wise and shit doing this fucking thing. He's a beast, though. I mean, when I see him, but he's, he's fast as fuck. But I wonder if he's like, I don't know, man, because they always want to put a black man at receiver in the NFL. If you're a quarterback in college, they're going to put you at a fucking receiver. They've been doing that shit since the beginning, since they began playing football. 
I'm going to try, try to put Warren Moon that motherfucking receiver. Warren Moon was like, nigga, trying to put the brother at the quarterback. <laughs> trying to put the brother at the wide out. Like, nigga, I ain't with that shit. I throw better than all these motherfucking white boys out here. Motherfucker. Pecker Wood, nigga. <laughs> 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 hey, that shit is funny, though, man. Motherfucking black people be funny. Like, how they be saying, like, oh, like, oh, how old black people say fucking, like, you know, white slurs or white disrespectful slurs. Oh, motherfucker, they be saying that shit perfect. I can't wait till I get old just to offend the motherfucker. Because I'm tired of motherfuckers playing with me. Shit. Motherfucker up in here beginning offended if a nigga sneeze wrong. Slap the shot one of these old. Old people, man, you know, I fuck with y'all. But mainly old white people. Black, old black people, we understand. Y'all seen so much shit. You've been through much, so much shit. So I understand. But for all white people, what the fuck y'all mad about? Unless y'all was born, unless y'all was niggas alive during the fucking dust storms and the dust, the fucking dust bowl. They understand the Great Depression and all that shit. Then maybe, okay, I understand. Because some, some of you old motherfuckers was sucking dick for a candy bar. But don't be coming don't be coming around thinking people supposed to owe oh, you fucking guys gift to earth because oh you the biggest guy gifts to earth because you fucking 85 years old. No. But it sit your old ass down. I'm gonna say, how you doing? Whatever. Peace, love, and hair grease. But don't think I'm gonna sit up in here and just kiss your ass. Because you motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Because you 85 and you old. You smell like mothballs and shit. So get the fuck out of here, fam. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say it one more time for your bum ass. Old motherfucking white people, 85 and younger. Well, shit, 85 and younger. That's basically every white person. But no, old, old motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. I don't, I don't, y'all don't like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. I don't play that shit. I don't. And I really don't. I don't give a fuck. I really don't, my nigga. So, hope y'all niggas do y'all thing. And Let's just get on with our lives and shit. Seriously. I'm trying to live my motherfucking life and stay peaceful, smoke my tree, and keep my shit going. And also, man, came up for Earl shit coming up too, man. Real soon, April 9th. Can't wait, nigga. That shit gonna be fucking popping. See my nigga Mike. If y'all not checked out, fucking DJ Mugs, nigga, and, and fucking Mock Homie. Got a fucking tape coming out. That shit is about to be crazy. Because DJ Muggs, the father of all this fucking um, beats, like these grimy beats shit. People might say RZA, but really it's DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs' birth, you know, because, well, Premier. DJ Premier is really the birth. Like, it's really Premier, RZA. It's really Premier. It's, if you want to go in order of, like, who really started it, it would be Premier, Muggs, and RZA. Because Premier came out with Gangstar, you know, a guru back, like, what, 89, 88? You know, uh, Cypress came out with 90, 91, and, you know, Wu-Tang came in 93. So it's like, you know, the, the beats of those were so different. It's, it's kind of crazy because Muggs, I think, I think Muggs from L.A., if I'm not mistaken, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Premier's from Houston, from Houston, Texas, and, you know, of course, fucking um, you know, Rizzo's from Long Island, but it's like it's it's crazy. No Long Island, but uh, what's the fuck they from? I don't know the fuck Rizzo from. I I'm not a, I'm not a New York person. All those boroughs be damn near the same to me. <laughs> y'all niggas got a bodega in, and y'all niggas all the same. God damn it, I don't give a fuck. Niggas be niggas twenty feet trim up, nigga. Yeah, nigga, get me a motherfucking chopped cheese, nigga. The Dutch. 
Hey, I fuck Dutchess are cool, but I I don't I'm not gonna pay that much for no fucking no. Too much work, nigga. Just like fuck. Just give me a fucking some paper, nigga. Just give me a joint. I'm I'm getting to that age now where joints. I love joints. I can roll up a joint quick as fuck, have a nice fat ass joint, and be high as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to be the ball oh, nigga, roll a blunt, up, nigga, roll a blunt. I was that person forever. But now I'm like, man, just give me a fat ass joint, nigga. Like, just give me some papers. You know, I roll that shit up perfectly. Now, shout out to Currency who gave me that technique, you know, because you ravel the paper up, you ravel it up, ball it up, crumble it up a little bit, then you unravel it. And then, you know what I'm saying, do whatever. I always do the two paper technique when I roll up. I don't know about everyone else, but I roll up with two papers. So, you know, ball it up, crumble it up, and then unravel it, you know, make sure everything is all cool. And plus, you'll have more room to put more weed up in there and shit. You filter it, whatever. You know, bow. You know, so that's how I do it. You know, I'll be rolling the motherfucking Jamaican stogies, nigga. The motherfucking Jamaican joints for real. I don't be playing. I don't be playing with the smoking shit. It's neighbor Chris Phelps, nigga. Cleaning out my motherfucking bowl piece right now. The bowl piece is trash. Spent the bong one time. You know, that's what, how I used to do it when I first started off Chris Phelps. Used to sit up in there and just literally just hit the bong. Got the background music playing, you know what I'm saying? But fucking, um, yeah, about the fucking R. Kelly shit is fucking stupid. I ain't going back that way. We're going to happiness. All happiness. A-Rod and J-Lo getting married. You know, that's pretty it's pretty convenient, I guess you could say. Um, and also... Never really fuck with no yes, man. I Uh, that was the Beast Coast. Left hand is out now. They just dropped this literally, what, 52 minutes ago? So basically an hour ago, they just dropped it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really fuck with the Flatbush last hour. I might be, I might be that one person that might be, you know... The unpopular opinion, but I mean, like I said, I didn't really fuck with it. I mean, I don't know. Just the like, people know my beat selection. I fuck with the beats I like. Like the beats I like are different from a lot of people's beats. I like like sample heavy. You know what I'm saying? Nice bass line. I don't like all that fucking. <laughs> no, nigga. Don't give me none of that bullshit. Like I'm not saying it's bullshit because you you're coming up with it. You know what I'm saying? You're coming up being creative, doing your shit. But I like shit like this. God damn, Earl. This nigga Earl produced this shit, nigga, still. I can't believe it. Like shit like that. What are you saying? Or some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like beats like this, my nigga. Let that shit ride in the back one time. It's that bass in blue by my comedy produced by Earl Sweatshirt. Y'all ain't check that tape out. Y'all make you sleep or make you connect like me. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, man. About this new about uh everyone's saying Salon Driver wasn't that good. 
I fucked with it. I listened to it like two more times after the, like my fucking review. Still medical to me. Gunner shit, fire. I didn't. I went back to Gunner shit and listened to it. That shit is tough. Gunner man, him a little baby, bro. Like legit could be on some real, like on some real like like the southern like, like you know styles and Jada Kiss type shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you know, cause them them two ride off each other so perfectly, and I, and I and I fuck with Gunner style. The style is real dope. Like it ain't too much materialistic shit. He's speaking on some real shit too. It's all about it's all about if you listen. That's the one thing. And I fucked it with that too. I can't sit up here and act like I'm perfect or you know I understand these niggas. I was the one person at first that was saying every all these all these niggas sounded like. Which they they all have the same similar appearance, but you know from Atlanta, and it's the look now, dreads and you know, all this shit. That's the look now, all this shit. But um, Gunner Man is tough. He a young dude too. Um, the baby, I've not got a chance to check that out yet. I think he should only on Spotify. I don't know. I can't. I can't find that shit on on title at all. But uh, yeah, man, I gotta check that shit out. Definitely. NBA, man, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, and LeBron James been shut down for the season. I think they need to go ahead and sit that old sit, – sit his ass down. Just sit him down. Let who want to play. Let them prove themselves so they can make the team next year. Because you ain't going to the playoffs, man. You know, and this kind of – it's kind of – it's sad. But I say it to I was thinking myself, too, was like, Brian didn't get that second – he didn't get that, that, that Robin with him. He didn't get that, that second guy. But now I wonder if Brian is in a situation now where does he want to be in a Robin role? Because he's he's up in age, you know what I'm saying? Because D Wade took that humble way and said, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna be Robin. You be Batman. It took it took D Wade to do that, and they came in the same draft. But you know, Brian younger because he went to you know came straight from high school. I think D Wade played two three years in college, so it's like you know be different age wise, but. You know, I wonder, like, will LeBron be on some Robin shit now? Like, because LeBron always been a pass-first kind of motherfucker anyway. But I wonder, is he going to actually be that now if he get, like, an AD or he get a KD? He's going to have to be. I did, I did not try to fucking rhyme that shit whatsoever. So don't call me corny for that shit. Him me hearing that shit back just made me mad. <laughs> it's a motherfucker. It's real shit. But no, man, um, like I said, um, I wonder what the fuck it was going to be like. Because if they pull off, because people going to understand, like, this offseason for the Lakers is going to be pretty nice. And so I was wondering, like, I, and the move is, I think this was for LeBron playing his first year in LA was fit everything out, see who's going to be here next year, the young core, see if we can try to trade for a big name that's out there. That's the, you know what I'm saying? And see if I can trade and try to get somebody. I'm in L.A. now. You know, he's doing the shop. And, you know, the whole 2 chain shit kind of just. It was just real distasteful for all the shit. Like, the album comes out now. It's being promoted now, and the Lakers are struggling. You know what I'm saying? So, just the releasing of the album made LeBron look like, okay, he just came here to fucking do some rap shit and he do his show and fucking that's it. He didn't give a fuck about coming here and and trying to fucking help people out. Like he just came here to fucking just do some other shit. He just came up in here just to you know 
get his fucking fame and fortune, whatever, get his son AAU going and get him in a better, you know, national spotlight. We, I mean, like I said, it's different timing. Jordan's son was fucking porn stars. He didn't give a fuck. But if you might go Jordan's son, too, I wouldn't want to play ball unless I am that nigga. Unless I got all this nigga shit, jump shot down, <laughs> defense, nigga, jumping ability. I got to make sure I have everything of this nigga's game fucking... Like every, I gotta, have, I gotta have, I gotta have, have games, some shit. If I'm gonna be playing ball, I can't be going to college and I'm be no, nah, fuck that. I can't be come, I can't be ass. Well, Michael Jordan's son, and you just prove, okay, you ass, you feel like shit. Brown will be like, nigga, told you, nigga, my seeds better. Cause Jordan was fucking smoking cigars, nigga. Like damn, like how the fuck was niggas even doing that shit in the '80s, in the '70s? Like niggas was getting drunk, niggas smoking cigarettes in the fucking halftime. And, Motherfuckers, you know, you know, nigga. <laughs> you know, motherfucking Joe Dumars had a fifth, had a fifth of hitting him and Isaiah sharing that shit back to back. Man, fuck this nigga Michael. That's why I'm niggas knocking niggas on the fucking floor. Motherfucking, I uh, was, uh, my nigga named Rick Moore. No, Rick Moore had the Newports. His motherfucking fifth and hitting his little fucking hit of secrets in his fucking in his war pants, nigga. That's why nigga I always eyes always look so fucking red. Nigga eyes look like he's got done and took a fucking fat ass fucking dab or some shit. Nigga, goddamn. Nigga, Rick Warren ass is knocking niggas out, boy. But Trey Young, man, finally getting just due. Um like I, I knew somebody was gonna be special. He fits in this era now. Like like I said before, like when Steve Nash won those two MVPs, that's when you saw okay, the NBA is going towards definitely going towards smaller people <laughs> to being like a small man's game because AI won it, but AI was different. And the NBA didn't give a fuck about AI. David Stern, as much as I bet you David Stern be sitting up in here saying he respect oh, AI, respect Allen Iverson. Nigga, you did not like AI. You know you hated AI with all your guts because AI was a nigga you couldn't hold. He couldn't, he couldn't contain AI. AI was a cultural icon, and AI was gonna drop a nasty ass album, which I'm still mad the NBA told him to drop because that shit is gonna be a fucking classic. Nigga dropped forty bars, nigga. That shit was the coldest motherfucking diss song in history. What a diss song! But it was just a motherfucking song, and that shit was crazy. And I was like, this nigga, hey, I said, I got niggas where you eat, sleep, shit, beat your meat, consequences, sweet. Ooh, nigga, it was not bullshit. And I believed, I was like, damn, who wrote that? I, I feel like Jada Kiss wrote that for that nigga. <laughs> nigga, that the fucking that Reebok commercial, Jada was like, <laughs> it's good. Nigga was like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna need that. Uh, hey, you trying to write this one real quick? Hey, 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 I'll be sounding like that nigga be smoking Newports. Nigga be sounding like me. That nigga in the interview with the Knuckleheads podcast when he was on there, he was like, you know, man, <clears throat> shit, niggas know, man, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying, niggas, niggas did they shit. And I was like, bro, this nigga sound like he fucked up. Shout out to A.I. though, man, because A.I. went through it. I remember that shit in 02. I thought A.I. career was going to be done in 02 when that shit came up and him and this girl and all that shit. I was scared for A.I. because that was my nigga, man, just, he was this little dude. Just braids, hood niggas, tattoos, had a sleeve, armband, you know what I'm saying, the finger fucking straps. 
all that shit. Like, it was just AI made niggas wear accessories and shit. You know, most niggas wore back then was the fucking forearm band because of Jordan and shit. You know what I'm saying? But even niggas are wearing rubber bands and you know, taping their fingers, of course. But it's like, AI was the one that was wearing the sleeve, the headband with the braids and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, AI is a cultural icon. I think he might be bigger than Jordan because Jordan was for. How, how can I say this? Jordan appreciated. Like, I think Jordan took his, like, his, I think, all his respect and shit from people, he took it more to his head. AI took it to his heart. Like, you can hear an AI voice when every time he talk about Philadelphia fans, like, he damn near want to cry. Or anybody, like, like, even say, like, when the younger kids, like, any younger players come up to him and say, yo, man, you're the main reason why I'm playing ball. You're my inspiration through life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that. You know, if any man you hearing that, it's gonna bring you to tears. But but just hearing the majority of people and hearing a generation of kids say that to you, there's probably no better feeling. That's like being a rapper and, and like somebody come up to you and say, Man, hey, I was going through this right in my life and you know, my mom just died or my girl just left me or my fucking dad just died or you know, somebody like somebody in my family just died, close friend died. So my shit, my life was terrible. And you dropped this song and this album that made me get through it. It made me say, yeah, right, I can make it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like for anybody to hear that you inspired them or just to help them motivate them or anything, it's probably, the, it's, it's probably a better feeling than almost getting like you're getting money. Like the money and I think getting the respect and the love is the more it's probably the biggest thing about out of being in sports and in music or in entertainment, period. You know what I'm saying? Because well, I feel like music because Acting, you can go do a movie, and it's, it's different. But like, but like, but a, but like, um, unless you're in that, want to go in those those kind of fields. But I feel like you know, with music, you know, you hear a song, man, and you hear the words, it's gonna relate to you, and you can you can paint you can paint the picture with your mind of everything. You can visualize what that person was going through, or if you can relate to it, you seen yourself in that situation. Damn, I, I went through the same exact shit. We all we all been through something. Everyone has a story. <clears throat> so we can't sit up here and act like, you know, people are better than somebody because everyone's has some turmoil in their life unless you were born with a fucking silver spoon in your mouth. But people that I know, oh, they've been through shit before in their life where it's come, you know, um, you know, my people's, you know, like, you know, people go through, you know, straight from poverty to anything. So. Who the fuck? All right, so this is just Jules. Who the fuck is this just Jules, girl, first of all? And first of all, what is this podcast with Murder Mook and some white dude? Why do every podcast got to have fucking white guy and two black niggas together? Why? Seriously, is that, that the wave now? You get two niggas that's cool and get two white guys and that's it. Like, God damn. I'm tired of seeing white people commenting on my fucking culture. On this culture. I, yeah, I fucking said it. I'm tired of seeing white people comment and fucking think they know about this fucking culture. I'm tired of that shit. I, I'm re- I really am. And I'm sorry that I had to fucking say that shit, but God damn it, it had to come out. This is why I don't be fucking with Rory. 
just because you fucking live in New York, you think you know shit about black people, nigga? Don't mean shit. Because you fucking a black woman think you know about black people's struggles in America, nigga? You don't know shit. Oh, because you heard one Tribe album, you know hip-hop. No, nigga, you are a fucking industry plant. Not industry plant, but you worked in the industry, worked at Sony. But now you want to go on a podcast, and, oh, y'all was doing it. Yeah, man, shut the fuck up. Shit, tired of shit, man. Every time I look around, it's a fucking podcast with two brothers and two white dudes. The white nigga up in here with a fucking line in his fucking hair tomorrow. So, yo, so what's up with the motherfucking hoe? Fuck out of here. Go fucking comment on some country music, nigga. Don't comment on my motherfucking hip-hop no more. Don't comment on R&B. Go comment on fucking Jonas Brothers' new album. Fuck-ass niggas. Can't stand this shit. Fuckers always want to sit up in here and act like they know so fucking much. Because y'all live in New York. Man, fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> oh, my DJ Quick shit right quick, man. That's why you jump around, so don't try to fuck with a Compton nigga. You hear from your mommy. promise you, like, I, I'm keeping the same energy. When this podcast shit blow up, and if I happen to see this nigga, Rory, I'm not scared of you, nigga, because you Irish and you drink fucking Jameson in the morning. What the fuck? I'm not scared. I'm, I'm seriously. I'm serious. I'm tired of shit. So he could have just Jules, bitch. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all across, you know? It's definitely more females, but I... you Spanish, yeah. man. I think you're Spanish. And the reason I asked Murder Mook. Chill. Because this girl look far from Spanish, my nigga. This girl look like she's came from $5.10. Chill, murder mook. And look at this white, look at this shit, bro. Got this white nigga, got his little beard, and I went to for some hood black barbershop, got a bathing ape shirt on, and a diamond earring looking like a fake-ass Jason Williams. You can get your uncultured swine. Oh, it's spicy, huh? 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 I can eat this, old punk-ass motherfucker. Oh my god, man! Ooh, that shit. That shit really bothers me. Let me continue this shit about guest jewels because apparently she said some shit about Scotty Bean. My nigga Low End just sent me this shit. 
Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. I think you're Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I asked, when you said the white thoughts tweet back then, and mm-hmm. it wasn't your words, you were just you know using that the hashtag. Um, I just wondered if that was like a recurring theme that you had to go through as being someone that's in yeah, this culture listen, as a white person where honest, people hate. I'm not going to act like I never walked into a restaurant with a guy I'm dating and got some looks from people, you know what Fam. I mean? Fam. Mortimer, nigga, you said she looked she look Spanish. Nigga, she looked just like Atlantis set. It's like barrier. Fuck out of it. Nigga, she looked like a white girl. So why everyone, let me keep going with this shit. She like, she like fucking Naomi Watts. Nigga, she she looks like Naomi Watts, nigga. She don't look nothing Spanish. Let me keep going. Did Travis and any of them like come to help? I'm sorry. Uh, Travis actually after the um after the t-shirt thing happened, he brought me out um on stage at Rolling Loud. I was like, yo, shout out to Yes Jones. And that was a big moment because that weekend I was supposed to get jumped. Shout out to uh Scotty Bean. So that weekend Oh snitching. Huh? No, because right. literally people were online, like, adding me. It's not snitching. Yeah, it's no, out there. All right, They're like, yo, when I see you, I'm going to jump you. So I went to the festival, and people were like, even my old friends didn't want to walk What's with me. What's a jump? Just whatever. Like, when you jump you, like, no, because, like, that sentence don't make sense. When I see you, I'm going to jump you. Like, when we see you, we're going to jump you. That's the yeah. same. I don't know. So it's jump some new shit where they just, nah, I mean, I'm going to fuck you It's just saying. It's just, you know, like, they just <laughs> You know, yeah, so that weekend, it wasn't cool to be my friend, and 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 there were people. X stood next to me, never left my side. He even, yeah, he he oh, even rested. in peace. Gave me his security just in case because he saw like how people were looking at me. You know what I mean? So, but other than that, like, um, no, a lot of people didn't even. You know, it's crazy. I found out who. I found out people that didn't even know fuck with me, fuck with me. This white nigga look like every white person who make a creative player on fucking 2K on the fucking neighborhood. Look like every white person that be on the fucking neighborhood. Got the black nigga beard and shit all toned up. Got the got the line and all that shit. Alright, this nigga this shit's making me mad. And Murder Mook, nigga, you look like Quincy AC, nigga. You like Quincy AC met fucking Buster Rhymes, my nigga. Fuck out of here. Yes, Jules looks like Amy, Amy, like Naomi Watts, nigga. She looks like every white. I, I can name about at least ten white actresses that she looks like. Weath Witherspoon. She like Courtney Love on Sherm. Like, Courtney, do I need to continue? Like, what the fuck? You know what's crazy? I found out who who I found even no fuck with me, fuck with me. And I mm. found out people who I thought were my best friends were trash. So like, literally, people whose wedding. I had flown across the world to I mean, be a still, part of their wedding. Gotta, gotta but just like, yo, too. Jules, I gotta just like chill out with being your friend for a second. Yeah, but you gotta keep in mind too, it's industry shit too. Yeah. So dude. it's like, with, with it's that's like, what this, her this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I have mad friends. Like, Mookie's my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Who is this Marcus Houston looking like, at? Some industry shit, but that's my friend. But that's my but, man. Yeah. Right. So, like, and then there's other people that. This nigga look like G Herbo mixed with Mario. I can't take these niggas talking no more. Okay. So, okay. So apparently, yes, Jules just said, "Fucking Scotty Beam was t- had people tweeting." Damn, I'm confused. She said she had people. So basically, she had saying that Scotty Beam was gonna jump her, or Scotty Beam had people tweeting at her saying she was gonna jump her. What was it? Thank you. I couldn't get past them boys. Thank you. Thank you for Twitter, Black Twitter, because I was saying my same thing. Like, this nigga was up in here, murder move, you wildin'. 
She does not look Spanish, nigga. Motherfuckers out here wilding. Like I said, man, this is some bull shit. Like, that's crazy. Now, if Jess Jews are here, <laughs> oh, this nigga's gonna jump her, nigga. <laughs> they was gonna whoop her ass. They need to. Because she was saying some real fucked up shit. Like, I don't know why niggas thought she was white or black or whatever the fuck she is. Why do my, why do people fuck with who is Jess Jules? What did what did she do? Like I don't really know who the fuck Jess Jules is. So this is right here is news to me about anything. I don't know. I've never heard of this chick before in my life. Never heard that fucking weak ass podcast before in my life either. Never want to watch that shit again. That shit was trash. They had some nigga with a headband on. Some white nigga looked like a my park player and murder mook. Like. Like, yes, Jules is trash, bro. She, I don't know. Like, what is she doing? Like, with Travis Scott. Well, bitch, Travis Scott's not black. Travis Scott is, he, Travis Scott is every white person. Oh, that's my black friend. I have one black friend. That's Travis Scott. That's who Travis Scott is. That nigga is cornball. Nigga's whack. Nigga did two seconds in the Super Bowl. And get, I ain't even get paid for it. What's the point of you doing it? I want to did the shit. Like, if I'm not performing the whole shit, I'm not going to be there. But anyway, man, what the fuck? I just can't believe Murder Mook was up here to awesome. Yeah, nigga, she look black. No, she don't. <laughs> but anyway, by this nigga almighty JYBN, he got his ass rumpled, still skinned, nigga. God damn, they whooped that nigga ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, they whoop that nigga ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit be funny as a motherfucker. I don't know what apparently what happened, but... <laughs> like, how the fuck do y'all niggas let that shit happen? That shit had me dying. He whooped that nigga ass, boy. He was... Shit crazy. How the fuck that niggas like that shit happen? But that's what happens, bro. You go on the internet and you stun it. Tomorrow I'll get the most drip. Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> that's what happened. Like, what are you doing on the internet on Instagram? You all here showing your shoes, five hundred dollar shoes, some ugly ass shoes. Like, why are niggas paying that much money for shoes in the first place? That's why this hype beat shit is so trash. And that's why I, I, I fuck with Urban Jungle. Shout out to Urban Jungle. But the reason why I hate going over there sometimes is these little fucking fuckheads buying all the vintage shit and act like they know what the fuck it is. I mean, same time, that was me when I was 17. You know what I'm saying? When I was 10, you know what I'm saying? I was 17. and Because I, I knew my shit. But I wasn't an asshole and act like I knew every fucking thing. But I knew my shit. I was respectful with it. I ain't sit up there and be like, hey, hey, motherfucker, I know this better than you, nigga. Nah, I was just saying, like, hey, I just knew shit. Most might say something. I'm like, yeah, that shit came out. Yeah, you want to shit with George Clinton? Hell yeah. I was that I was that young old nigga type shit. Niggas know me. Niggas know. But uh, 
I'm gonna go ahead and say this shit about fucking um about YB and Almighty J or whatever the fuck. I mean my my G, you know, and I, I now I heard he said some fuck shit though. He said some real fuck shit about um um what's her name, son? Black China's son. He she was saying well, he didn't really say nothing bogus about the son, but he mostly just disrespected the son. What he said I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck her. Um, I'm gonna fuck uh, Black China in front of her son or some shit and shit like that. Like you know, that, like shit like that. You don't don't bring the child in nothing. Like I don't care if you fucking her or you you got beef with somebody, but don't bring in children. Like come on, they they can't defend themselves. Fuck you doing that. You and, and anybody that try to defend this shit and be like, oh, it's okay. No, bitch, you need your ass whooped too. If you defending any nigga, that's it's talking about a kid, like a little ass kid. You talking about a little ass kid or something? You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, I went back to listen to Offset shit too. I mean, Offset shit's cool. I just don't know, man. I like people say it, it. I fuck with it. Like I said, it was a, it was a high mid. I fuck with it. It was cool. I ain't saying it was album of the year material, but. Salon shit sound like this album material, album of the year material to me. Um, hey, that shit's been fucking been beautiful so far to fucking just listen to. Um, I ain't listening to some Walker shit yet because I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really I need to stop hating on Drake, bro. I think I really need to stop hating on that nigga, bro. I I, I hate on that nigga a little bit too much, and it's kind of getting it's kind of it's kind of fucked up. Cause I'll be I'll be so out of the loop when nigga be saying shit. He'd be like, "You that line, bro?" I'll be like, <laughs> I'll, be, "I'll be fucking nigga guy to jail type shit." Like I don't be knowing shit about Drake unless fucking I listen to it or somebody I'm in the car. But I don't be knowing none of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's tough. I mean, it ain't like I need to know. I'd be like, "Okay, say some popular shit." And- some cool shit and make a girl, you know what I'm saying? To make the girl smile. They, oh, that guy, he said that. You heard what he said. He likes us. So Drake always do. Like, man, fucking cheat code. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know all the rapper niggas be sitting up in there like, fuck. Like, I would hate to do a show with Drake. <laughs> but you know he closes. But at the same time, it's like, you got to do a show before that nigga. You know all the bad bitches ain't coming in until... Your last song. <laughs> your last, you get your last verse. Which is like, he almost, okay, he almost done, girl. Come on, oh, I'll bring up next. Bitch. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're like, damn. Bitch, Sh- Shanice, I thought you were going to come watch me. All right, cool. She's wild, man. I'm like, goddamn. But yeah, man, Drake, I ain't hear that shit with Summer Walker. I haven't checked that out yet. Uh, Shout out to Chance the Rapper. Homie got married yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the homie, man. Congratulations to him and his, you know, people was giving him shit too when he didn't when he fucking um when he get when he actually married her and shit. They got engaged. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? I keep forgetting A.B. Bradley's on the fucking bomb with Grizzlies. But he do fit perfect for them because they even, they need a two guard. So Lakers coaching staff wanted to re-sign Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez before. 
So basically, my nigga, yo, that's crazy. For the year Brooke Lopez and Julius Randle's having, boy, 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 boy. Y'all can't, I can't believe that shit went down. How the fuck y'all let that shit happen? Magic Johnson fucked up, man. He wanted to get the stars to their names. That's all he did the same, trying to do the same thing with the Dodgers. Trying to get the big name players. It's all LA's always been about. Like, literally, since they've been in LA, always getting the big players. I mean, these were draft, you know, Jerry West, they drafted Jerry West. You know, Elgin Baylor. Who else? You know, when they got Wilt, Wilt wasn't fucking with them. They signed Wilt. Um, Kareem, you know what I'm saying? Magic was drafted there. James Worthy was drafted there. But, you know, uh, uh, fucking, you know, so they had so many fucking great players there. Then off in the 90s hit. They had a couple years and they had nobody. Then all of a sudden Shaq came in 96 and Kobe fucking emerged. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden Kobe's there for like fucking forever. And all of a sudden now you got LeBron James. So it's like the Lakers team has always been that. They always had a big name player each decade. So it's like at least one or two. Shit, Lakers had three. You know, but James, we're going to say that James Worthy, Matt Johnson were draft players. Kareem came years before Magic even drafted there. So people got to stop using that comparison about, well, Magic had Kareem, nigga. I'm like, well, yeah, Kareem was there already. <laughs> it wasn't like Kareem came the year prior. No, he came there in, what, 77, 78? He came to fucking um, to Los Angeles from the Bucks. So it's like, stop that comparison. Stop. Like, Magic was put in a perfect situation. Back then, I'd be looking at how the fuck all these big teams get number one picks. That's some 2K trade shit. <laughs> That's some 2K. That's some 2K trade bullshit. How the fuck does that even happen? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I think motherfuckers going to be understanding this shit too. The Lakers offseason, man. Like I said before. They're going to probably get some good names, but I wonder who. And, you know, of course, Zion Williamson coming back, too. He came back on um, we come back for the ACC tournament. So that's going to be dope. It's my favorite, one of my favorite times of the year, too, is the uh, March Madness shit. You see all the players emerge. And it's that one kid from, fuck, I think it's from Marquette. That nigga splashing like a motherfucker. I think it's Howard. They got like 57 or 56 or some shit this year. Homie, he's he not that tall, but he was balling like a motherfucker. So, shout out to you. Yeah, my nigga Jay Morant, they going to the fucking tourney. Murray State. That team right there. Hey, Jay Morant a motherfucker, though. Let me go back to Maddie Johnson with him. You know what I'm saying? But the way Brooke Lopez is balling out in the Bucks right now, and he's fucking shooting a three, and that's what the Lakers have been fucking up at all year. He's been shooting the fucking three. So it's like, man, you give up that. And It's crazy. Can't believe it. Julius Randle is like a double-double machine with the Pelicans this year. 
That nigga been nice with the Pelicans. You know, even when AD been been out for the season, or in and out, you know. So I mean, how the fuck are y'all niggas up in here saying this shit? To most of them, oh man, I don't know. You know, Lakers. Like, Lakers fans were so pissed off. Because Lakers fans knew, they, they knew what Brown was on. That's why so many, that's why so many fans did not want him to come here because they knew, oh, he's going to come up in here and just be on some bullshit. His son's going to be in high school. It's, so it's a bigger stage for him, national stage. And what else? Fucking, um, you know, of course, he's doing this fucking Space Jam shit, which I don't fuck with. That shit made me cringe. Cause that shit made me think of every fucking Facebook or Insta or fucking Instagram or Twitter fucking picture they posted for the past five years. They posted up with a fake ass picture like Space Jam 2 coming in 2015, summer 2015. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Or or the fucking last Friday. <laughs> the last Friday shit used to piss me off. Cause they'll have Chris Tucker, Mike Epps, fucking the Hologram fucking Robert Harris, Bernie Mac. Like, how the fuck? How, oh, oh, I think it's getting a hologram of Bernie and Robert Harris. Robert Harris won't even read in the cast. They got everybody. Dave Chappelle. Well, how the fuck y'all get Dave Chappelle in here? <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Niggas adding big names. Like, nigga, she wasn't even popular back in 2015. Now she in it now. But we add motherfuckers. Or DC Young. Well, I mean, the one idea that's kind of dope would to have DC Young fly play. You know, Smokey, and have Craig play motherfucking. You know, uh, you know O'Shea Junior play Craig, and it basically be Craig and Smokey, kind of get back with that shit because you know Smokey end up fucking the fat bitch. You know, um, Janet Jackson. It's, it's how the script will go. I'm gonna give y'all niggas a rundown of how my script for Friday will go. So DC Young Fly, Smokey's son, basically his her mama is the big chick. That fucking Smokey end up hitting. Fucking um, you know, the one that came over, hey Smokey, the big um big Janet Jackson. Cause that night when Smokey was uh left to go to rehab, or at night after he called Big Worm turn nigga, you know, I got your money, woo up, you pay him his money, and then all of a sudden Big Girl was like, he said, Fuck it, I wanna see what she owned. So with the big girl house, he smashed raw, got her pregnant. And that's where little DC Young Fly came from. Now Little Craig come from, you guess who? Nia Long. She got to come back. She got to come back. So Nia Long and Craig fell off because some shit, I guess she was more scared about the fucking Debo situation. So Craig was back and forth, and she went on ahead and went to school. But she didn't tell Craig about the baby, though. So when Craig went back to the neighborhood, went to go visit the parents, you know, this and that shit, what happened? Cause they can go for his for Craig Grandma funeral type of shit. It could be Greg Grandma um, Grandma died, and um, they going for the house to see you know at, at Pop's house, you know Uncle Elroy there, and whoever the fuck he fuck at the time, and you know Mike Epps and you know his situation and shit, and you know it, all that shit basically be set back in the South Central, and it can, and it can go all over. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being in one neighborhood type shit, I feel like. So that right there would be the main two things. Craig and Smokey got kids. But Smokey, you know what I'm saying, he he all he all different now and this and that and shit, but, but fucking Mike Epps and you know, they 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 ain't Craig how they get him back to the Smokey used to be. So but Chris Tucker, I feel like, won't play that role because he wanna get thirty million dollars, nigga. 
the same rush hour, the same rush hour one and two, nigga, say oh one, the same when you was popping, popping. But you'll make a lot of money off of this shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I think he should just go ahead and do this for the culture, bro. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, just, just let this shit happen, bro. <laughs> Let's go ahead and make that script, goddammit. We need a fucking front. We got bad boys. They've been making a fake bad boys post for fucking forever. Let's go ahead and make one now. Like, shit. I'm still mad at Murder Mook for saying that Jess Jules looks Spanish. You offended so many Puerto Rican chicks. You're like, oh, this motherfucker is stupid. And you from New York. I ain't moved from like Brook, all one of them places. Brook, Harlem, Bed Stuy, it shouldn't been a lot of Manhattan, I don't know. He won one of them places over there in New York. Shit. Go over there. And you tell me you grew up, you grew up in them neighborhoods. You tell me you you think just Jules is Spanish, nigga? Cause apparently someone said she got ass. I don't give a fuck. I can't, you know I can't stand either. It's the white girls that have fat booty, but they be talking black as fuck. Oh, that's so unattractive. That is the most unattractive shit in history. Like, God damn. Like, I don't, like, if I'm, like, Bad Bobby, who fucking Bad Bobby when she get up in age? I don't know how old she is. But when she get up in age, she ain't dating no black dude. If he is, he there for the money. Because I don't think she, I'm sorry. Hearing that, oh, first of all, nigga, like, you white. Talk normal. <laughs> be yourself, sweetheart. Don't be no gimmick. Don't be CB4. Be yourself, please. Don't be CB4. If y'all don't get that. If y'all don't get that fucking reference. Y'all don't need to fucking. Y'all don't know hip hop. Y'all don't know shit. CB4. It's a classic fucking movie. And also, I think the 25th anniversary of Gangstar's album too that came out this fucking joint. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Gangstar. DJ Premier to me. Is you know like I said like it's like I I, I said I, I'll feed myself a couple days ago. Like, it's just a weird thing to think of. I'm thinking like all the rappers that like when like my like who who I will fucking be devastated by like if they died. You know what I'm saying? Like who would I be so motherfucking devastated by? Like I know if Cube when Cube died, psh. yeah. No, I don't think I'm. I don't even think I'm recording that week. To be honest with you. Why y'all gonna see me drunk as fuck on motherfucking um Instagram? <laughs> you gonna see me fucking drunk as a skunk on goddamn um on Instagram live and shit? You know what I'm saying? Crying, playing motherfucking dead homies by Cube, cause I'm gonna be boy, I'm gonna be out of it. Cause that right, like I said, it's my idol, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, who else? Eric do Oh shit, I ain't worried. Let me shut up. Let me shut up, man. Peace to everyone. I'll, everyone be safe out there. Goddamn. But shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, like, who you feel, like, who is it? Because certain people you hear, you be like, oh, damn. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because some people don't be all fucking sad about fucking shit. But everyone know, man, they got so many fucking bangers on this album. This is the slept on one right here, though. So hard to earn. Ah, ah. 
I remember this shit came. I remember I watched this shit on a living color when I was little, nigga. They performed this shit, and Marlon was killing that thing. Feed the short shot. Hey. Still a banger, nigga. Drive the nice and smooth. A great nice. A great bit of CE. All we weed. Hey, if y'all did not know, man, Greg Nice and Smooth, um, Nice and Smooth was really cool with Pac. They was really cool with Pac and shit. Uh, when Pac was trying to make that uh, uh, One Nation album, you know what I'm saying? I basically East Coast and West Coast artists together and shit. He had them over there working and shit because he had a Death Row East shit too. That was gonna be started up with Greg Nice. I mean, Greg Nice Smooth was on that shit. Um, who else? Eric B was like basically ahead of it. Eric B. Eric B is a gangster motherfucker. If y'all don't know about Eric B from Eric, Eric B and Rakim, that nigga's a savage. That's the same nigga that <laughs> if y'all heard about the fucking uh, MC Search situation when he was dissing um when he dissed MC Hammer, um you know because they called Eric B because Eric B was basically the muscle on Def Jam and shit back then. And of course they called him and told him like, "Yo, Hammer got a fucking you no know, uh, um, a bounty on Search Head, like a hundred thousand, some shit like that. I don't think like ten thousand, some shit like that. You know they're gonna kill him dead or kill him on sight." And Eric B said, "Oh, let it happen." <laughs> Eric B is a savage motherfucker, boy, and he was quiet. So I was in quiet motherfuckers. You gotta worry about man. That nigga was quiet. He was let it happen. <laughs> Shout out to Eric B, man. But this is my favorite shit. It's probably one of my favorite games. Probably my probably my number two, number three favorite game. Sorry, so whatever. This shit right here. Storytelling shit. He was a fucking beast. I mean, goddamn. Like his this style was crazy. But of course, y'all. I know we ain't with the crew. But it's it's always the time for a Mac Boney Chris Thought story. <laughs> so the last one I think I left off with y'all was the uh if I'm not mistaken, it was the Valentine's Day one. When um, you know, the girl came through with the ragu. So she wanted to go see a movie and the cuddle and shit. But I was like, nah, Shardy. You ain't finna fuck up my 501s. But <laughs> anyway, this is a uh, random Kush Thought story. So this is like, I'm going to say the summer of, tw- no, this is like, what? No, this ain't even the summer. Which one should I tell? There's <laughs> so many crazy, so much crazy shit that happened to me. It's like. These stories, man, y'all won't believe me. Y'all had to be there to see it type shit. Because the shit I'll be explaining about is so fucking wild. So, all right. 
So I was in Mississippi since summer of 2014. And it's when I went to go go with my pops and shit. I had some personal shit I had to figure out. You know, niggas was a young man. And, you know, niggas broke homes, all that shit. So my pops had a crib down south in, in Lexington, Mississippi. Holmes County, nigga. And now Holmes County is like, you know, your typical small city, you know, in, in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Country as fuck. Got a fridge, a dollar store, nigga, and, you know, some cup in the, in the Sonic and the church's chicken and a couple fucking gas stations. And then a liquor store, nigga, at a fucking drive through <laughs> So it was wild. I was like, what the fuck? So it was like crazy, right? So I'm down there with my pops. My pops, he out there, you know, I told y'all, you up here doing stuff, thizzle. He out here fucking hoes. He was doing his shit. I came down there. He had about two or three of them he was talking to. I'm like, damn, Pops, how the fuck you up here swinging like that? So he had to be more happy than me because this is like our first time me and him kicking it as you know, me, and, me and an adult because, you know, when he left, I was, I was, I I didn't graduate high school yet. So it's been about at least, you know, four, about three years since we last time hung out with each other or been around or just around period. So he ain't been around me. Cause I got pussy and all that shit and did all my thing and became a man and party and smoke weed. You know, it's the whole thing I've basically been through. So when I went down there with him, there's one time he was like, yo, uh, he was like, yo, I got a couple guys. I got this girl over here. You want to holler at her? She, she a good looking one, you know? I'm like, all right, dad, whatever. So my, it's like my first day, literally my first night in Mississippi type shit. So we go to his homeboy house. And they over there, she's kicking it, and um, I think make some catfish, need some fish, you know, happy as folk. And so that one roach, I was like, damn. So I'm already eating this food, nigga. I can't be petty and be like, nah, I'm, I ain't good no more. So this one, like, this dark-skinned girl, she, she wasn't bad. She was really good looking. I'm going to see her in front. You know, she was sitting over there on the side and, you know, sitting there, you know, eating her fucking fish and watching some shit on TV. And uh, next thing I know, she's like, oh, uh, you know, hey, how you doing? And, my dad, he a flirt motherfucker. Like he just flirted with any goddamn body. But one of the girl was young, she was my age. So I'm like what, twenty shit, I'm like twenty two, twenty yeah, I'm going on twenty yeah, I'm twenty two. No, I was twenty twenty three. No, fuck, I don't know my age, nigga. <laughs> no, I was twenty two. Yeah, I was twenty two. I turned twenty two in twenty thirteen. So, um, me and my dad and his peace homie was like, oh, it's your first, it's first time, first time back home. This and that shit. Oh, hey, I'm going to get you a bottle. This and that shit. So he literally got me a little cheap-ass bottle of liquor. And, you know, I'm just sipping that shit, just chilling and whatnot. And, you know, I'm sipping. It's my first time really drinking with my pops. So it was kind of like a crazy experience. Like, it was a crazy situation. I'm like, damn, I'm actually drinking with my pops. You know what I'm saying? Shit cool. So... I'm sitting up in there, and the fucking, you know, the girl's still sitting there, and she's about to go out. So she getting dressed, and I remember she was walking out the back room. I think she was just putting the baby in the room to go to sleep. And it was like 10 motherfuckers in the house, no offense. But it was a lot of motherfuckers up in there. I don't think she stayed there. She just had the baby over there fucking babysit while she was going out, going out or whatever. So she was walking by, like, the fucking, like, the, the room was, like, on the opposite, like, on the left-hand side. The TV's, like, right in front of me or some shit. I'm on the couch. And, like, it's a weird, I can't really see it, but it's, like, this placement of the shit was kind of weird. So, when she was walking out, summertime, it's, like, cool. It's, like, nighttime, so it's probably, like, you know, maybe, you no, know, 
70 degrees, 60 degrees out, whatever, maybe 80-something. So the wind blowing this little breeze, I'm a little bent, so I'm smoking a cigarette on the low because my pops didn't know I smoked cigarettes yet. So I had to be low-key with the shit. So I'm smoking a cigarette, and then she walked by. And when I mean I saw nothing but dumps, nigga, I mean ass was galore. I was like, God damn, this is what I'm missing. Come to find out, motherfucker, the same last name as me. Now, this is just that southern shit. No offense, no offense to anybody from the south. Some southern shit right here. So my dad wanted did a whole fucking research. Like, hey boy, you want the pussy? I can call your uncle and see if she related to you. I'm like, Dad, nigga, that's too close. That's just too like the name is too close. Like, honestly, it might not be related, but nigga, I don't want to come out and have a kid. The kid got fucking four eyes. And I ain't talking about with glasses. Motherfucker come out here with with seventeen toes and shit. I ain't I don't got time for that. I'm still love the little nigga, but still. They gonna know something about y'all niggas cousins. Y'all was fucking. <laughs> I ain't want that problem. And the fucked up problem too, my dad did too. This motherfucker, right? Did some more grimy shit. This nigga decided to be like, yo, I'm gonna give you some more. I'm gonna give you a bitch to fuck with. Bitch had five kids. And I still don't know her name to this day. The first thing she said to me was, hey, baby. I got five kids. Nigga, I heard nothing but this fucking, uh, the fucking, uh, Charlie Brown teacher, nigga. The womp, 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 womp. I didn't hear shit else. I look in the backseat of her car. Her son looked like her side, nigga. This shit just didn't, I'm like, you know what? This nigga gonna be wearing my shoes and taking my roaches. Most man, nigga, when you, when you borrow a dollar, nigga. Hey, maybe use your hair grease. No, I don't got time for that, man. Like I said, man. I don't play that shit. And hope y'all niggas stay peaceful, stay blessed out there. Just on with our lives and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's the one only Mac Boney, never phony. He did a solo episode today. We doing a recording. It's calm upcoming Sunday, of course. But it's the one only Mac Boney, never phony. Peace, peace, love and hair grease. Peace to the queens, kings. Stay blessed. Peace.